Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip-hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie D. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Charlie D. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get it started. Today's episode, we're talking about one of the biggest R&B male singing groups due to their smooth and emotive acapella singing style to come out of the 90s. They received four Grammy Awards. They spent 50 consecutive weeks at number one on Billboard's charts, ranking as only the fourth artist to do so after Elvis Presley. They gave us timeless hits, including Motown Philly, On Bended Knee, and It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Today's artist is the group Boys to Men. Philadelphia, late 80s, at a high school called the Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts. A group of school classmates founded a singing group they called Unique Attraction. The members included Mark Nelson, Nathan Morris, George Baldy, John Schultz, and Marguerite Walker. In 1987, Wanye Morris, no relation to Nathan Morris, joined the group after the members heard him sing in the school's choir. Shortly after that, Sean Stockman was also asked to join the group as he was also performing with the same school choir. The following year, founding members Baldy, Schultz, and Walker all graduated from high school and left the group. According to Wikipedia one day, Nate, Mark, Wanye, and Sean were practicing their harmonies in the school bathroom and in walked Michael McCary, who started singing along with the group and eventually became the group's new bass singer. They began practicing their harmonies in restrooms due to their excellent acoustics and took inspiration from New Edition and even decided on the group name Boys to Men based on the song of the same name from the 1988 album Heartbreak. It was after performing at a Valentine's Day party in 1989 that the group got a break when they snuck into a concert at the Philly Civic Center with the intention of finding rapper Will Smith who was scheduled to be there and perform for him. Instead of finding Will, they somehow ran into Michael Bivens from New Edition, I don't know how that happens, and managed to get to sing for him um, a rendition of the song, Can You Stand the Rain? Bivens and everyone else in the room was highly impressed, of course, and Bivens gave the young hopefuls his card. After Nate contacted him later on, Bivens agreed to manage them. Shortly after this, Founding member Mark Nelson also left the group due to personality conflicts and creative differences. In 1991, the new singing quartet Boys to Men hit the R&B scene with the release of their debut album, Cooley High Harmony. The album's name was an homage to the actual school, Cooley Vocational High School, which was also featured in the 1975 drama, Cooley High. Produced by Dallas Austin, who was famous for his work with the group TLC, singer Monica, Madonna, Johnny Gill, rapper T.I., and Janet Jackson, just to name a few. The debut album went on to debut at number 58 on Billboard, 
but would eventually peak at number three with hits that include Motown Philly, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday, Simpin', and End of the Road. Of the rest of the singles, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday went on to reach number two. Motown Philly went on to number three, and the single Ooh Ah reached number 16. There was another single, Please Don't Go, that wasn't as popular, but peaked at number 49. Okay, I had to mention Please Don't Go because on a very personal level, I had a completely forgotten about this track until I was doing my research. And then the memories just about hit me upside my head. All of a sudden, I became a bit obsessed with it. First, I was sad to see that the album Cooley High Harmony was not on Spotify. Boo for me, I know. So I had to hit YouTube to catch up on the songs. Well, the entire album is super nostalgic for me because, okay, my little boyfriend at the time, don't tell my mother, a guy that I used to sit up on the phone with for hours in my young teenage world, he would play this album for me and we would listen to it song by song, night after night. Please Don't Go, I had completely forgotten about until hearing it now, and it just takes me back to sitting up in my twin bed, phone glued to my ear, listening to this sultry song, chop, good memories, good, good memories. The next thing I remember, and don't laugh, y'all. <laughs> okay, laugh is fine. The song, Ooh, Ah, was me and my little boyfriend's song. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one injection, fellas. first song he played for me and we listened to it every night but Motown Philly was the first song and video I heard and for me instant banger just instant the song in the video was just an instant classic in my eyes and I loved everything about it the whole button-down shirts with the bow ties and the walking sticks red HBCU college frat looks to me and it was cute then and looking at the video now it's still cute as hell I also love that they gave their hometown of Philly, including Gino's stakes mention. They just had it all. Gorgeous doo-wop harmonies, dancing, the look, the Michael Bivens cameo. It was everything. I think it perfectly defined their presence on the scene. Okay, of the Motown Philly video, I have to say this. Around the end, they show quick clips of other associated bands presumably, presumably being produced under Michael Bivens. We see BBD, or Balbim DeVoe, Another Bad Creation, who we would hear songs like Aisha from. But there was a clip of an all-white group called Sudden Impact. I recall thinking, hmm, I wonder when they will come out. 
Since I was all about BBD and I loved the new Jack Swing sound everyone was doing, I assumed this group would bring more of the same, but um, it never did. A quick internet search turns out that they did actually produce some music, but I'm not sure if anyone ever heard of it. Um, yeah, it just always bugged me. I would watch this video, I'd be like, who is this group? And then never heard of it again, so. I don't know what, I don't know what became of them. Hopefully they did something. Best of luck to them, I guess. Then there was the now classic cover of It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday from the 1975 movie Cooley High. Boyz II Men recorded this as an acapella and it hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one on the Hot R&B singles. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good song to sing there were certain songs in my high school that you just had to know and this was one where we loved to sing in the halls and the cafeteria and you try to get your acapella on you get your friends together the whole nine what i remember about this video is that it was dedicated to rapper mc treble who sadly had died of epilepsy in june 1991 she had a single out called i want to make you mine with the group the good girls i don't know if you remember the good girls i do Anyway, the video also featured shots of comedic actress Gilda Ratner, performer Sammy Davis Jr., and the Muppets creator Jim Henson. I just remember watching the video on the Jukebox Network, and one night it came on repeatedly, like 20 times, and I watched every time, feeling every word until I was singing along. It was beautiful, but sad, but still beautiful. It's one of those songs that you just don't mind you just don't mind it making you feel sad because it's done so well. It was just so beautiful. Boys to Men were nominated for Best R&B Performance and Best New Artist at the 1992 Grammy Awards. According to their Wikipedia entry, in 1992, Boys to Men joined MC Hammer's high-profile Too Legit to Quit tour as an opening act. While traveling the country, their tour manager, Khalil Roundtree, was murdered in Chicago, and the group's future performances of It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday were dedicated to him. As a result of this unfortunate experience, the song helped advance their success. While on the road, they recorded the song End of the Road, produced by Kenneth ba Babyface Edmonds, which was included on the soundtrack to the Eddie Murphy film, Boomerang, a personal favorite 90s movie of mine, okay? And went on to become the group's first number one single and becoming one of the biggest hits in history, spending 13 weeks at number one.
This success catapulted them from up-and-coming R&B singers to well-known music celebrities. End of the Road was later included in a reissue copied of Motown Philly. Sometime after that, the group parted ways with producer Michael Bivens, but continued with Babyface and other producers. Christmas of 93, Boyz II Men released the holiday album Christmas Interpretations. The album had one official single, Let It Snow, which was written by the group and Brian McKnight, and it peaked at number 32 on the Billboard Hot 100. This is worth mentioning because it's the only Christmas song I remember from Boyz II Men, and once my mother got a hold of it, well, let's just say she started listening to it all year round, and I've heard it so many times that I can't even deal with it anymore. It's a pretty song, so I'll just, I'll just leave it there. The album, too, was a commercial success, selling 12 million copies in the U.S. alone, becoming one of the best-selling R&B albums of the decade. It featured two number one singles, I'll Make Love to You, which was then replaced by On Bended Knee, making them the third group to replace themselves at number one behind Elvis Presley and the Beatles in the past 30 years. Other singles from the album included Water Runs Dry, which reached number two, and Thank You, which peaked at 21, and then also the song called Vibin'. Okay, my thoughts. I'm going to start with Thank You. This was the first track on the two album, and it's just a song with just beautiful, great, upbeat harmonies. It's a feel-good song. I remember jamming out to this one back in the day, and it's good to revisit today. For me was more ballad heavy. I don't think anyone could forget the impact End of the Road made. I've spoken before on my love of the soundtrack Boomerang and how every song on it was so dope, but I think my fave ballad from this time was hands down on Bended Knee. I remember one time sitting around with my girlfriends and we joked and asked if you had to stand outside your boyfriend's window begging for him back for whatever reason, humor me y'all, what song would you choose? Well, after plenty of thinking, um, after thinking, what is one of the best begging to be back songs I came up with on Bended Knee? I created this whole picture of me and my girls that backing me up, crooning to this song, boombox in hand.
next track, Water Runs Dry, was a totally different style from the usual R&B doo-wop style. It was super chill, mellow, I really liked the production values. The video was equally as beautiful. I feel like they were really coming into their own musically and showcasing their wide range. Another track off the two album that I really liked was Yesterday, a cover of the Beatles song. Honestly, I love anything they do that is acapella. Like, they are just the kings of it. Yesterday, yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it seems as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday, suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be, there's a shadow hanging over me, oh yesterday came suddenly. Acapella is just absolutely beautiful. But the last track, this was really a lovely version. Before working on their next album, Boyz II Men had the opportunity to sing on Michael Jackson's history album as backup vocalists. 1997 to 98, Boyz II Men ran into some conflicts with Motown after the label released The Remix Collection, a group of songs from Cooley High Harmony and Two that the group felt did not really reflect their best work. Following that, the group launched their own recording company, Stone Creek, and had Epic Records handle their future distribution. In 1997, they released their third studio album titled Evolution, which was met with mixed reviews and sold 3 million copies. A disappointment compared with the first two studio albums, but truthfully, this is typically what happens with many recording artists. The album released three singles, including a song for Mama, which was a top 10 hit, Can't Let Her Go, which underperformed, and the only one to reach number one, Four Seasons of Loneliness, which was produced by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Regardless of the decreased album sales, the group was nominated for two Grammys for Best R&B Album and Best R&B Vocal Performance for A Song for Mama. Of these singles, the one I remember the most is A Song for Mama. 
It was the theme song. It was the theme song to the movie Soul Food, and it ended up being a Mother's Day favorite for years. Not my type of song personally, but soulful nonetheless. And okay, I listened to it recently, and it really is pretty. I did not have the CD when it came out, so I only listened to some of it very recently. And another track that's worth mentioning is the cover of the new edition song, Can You Stand the Rain? I just think anytime boys and men pay homage to new edition, I'm here for it. Through the good times and bad times, she will In 1997, Boys to Men embarked on an international tour to promote evolution. While ticket sales were great, there were some new internal issues among the group members. Added on to that, some members experienced some health issues. Wanye Morris developed a polyp of his vocal cords, which forced the group to postpone several dates until he was healed. And Michael McCary, who was previously diagnosed with scoliosis, had to skip out on some of the dance performances. In 1999, as stated in Wikipedia, Motown's parent company Polygram was bought by Universal Music Group. Amidst the major corporate restructure, Motown was merged with UMG's Universal Records, where boys to men found themselves reassigned. The following year, in 2000, the group released Nathan, Michael, Sean, Wanye. They only group through Universal and produced mainly by the group themselves. They were hoping to update their sounds and prove that they didn't have to rely on Babyface for their hits. Overall sales has slumped with only 500,000 copies in the US, but 1 million worldwide. And the album's two singles, Pass You By and Thank You In Advance, did not chart at all. 2001 saw the departure of their deal with Universal and the hits compilation Legacy, the greatest hits collection, was released to close out that contract. By this point, I'm pretty unfamiliar with their releases, but upon listening, I do like the way Thank You In Advance sounds. In the mirror, the 
from 2002 on, Boyz II Men recorded so many albums and singles. I really don't have the time to name them all here, so I'll try to go over some highlights and notables. In 2002, the group recorded Full Circle album with a video for The Color of Love. It was the hope that the video would provide a comeback of sorts, of sorts, but the song and video failed to garner any attention. The album sold about 500,000 copies, but Full Circle ended up being the last album recorded as a quartet. Due to chronic back issues, Michael McCary was forced to leave the group, and that along with issues with multiple sclerosis and some personal issues. In April of that same year, Arista terminated their contract and Boys II Men went on a temporary hiatus. In 2004, Boys II Men, under the newly created label MSN Music Group, released the album The Throwback Volume 1 LP a collection of covers of R&B classics such as Michael Jackson's Human Nature, the Daz Band's Let It Whip, Al Green's Let's Stay Together, and the stylistics You Make Me Feel. With pretty much no promotion by their independent tour, they sold 200,000 copies. That's not bad. I have to say, at this point I'm kind of bummed. I didn't know about this album because I am all for the throwbacks, and some of these tracks sound good as hell. Check out their rendition of Human Nature. In 2006, they recorded the album called The Remedy, released exclusively in Japan, where their popularity was still thriving. In mid-2007, they were re-signed to Motown Records and released the album Motown, A Journey Through Hitsville, USA, which featured all covers from Motown hits, Baby, Where Was I, Cause This Is My Thing. Produced by American Idol judge Randy Jackson, it featured covers of The Temptations, Just My Imagination, Marvin Gaye's Ain't Nothing But The Real Thing, and Mercy Mercy Me, Stevie Wonder's I Was Made To Love Her, oh, I love me some Stevie, Smokey Robinson and The Miracles, The Tracks Of My Tears, and rounded out the album was an acapella version of their big hit, End Of The Road. The album reached number six on the R&B charts and attracted renewed interest in their music. At the 51st Grammy Awards, they were nominated for Best R&B Album and Best R&B Performance. Um, this album is great and worth a listen. Their voices are just as strong as ever. Really nice. I, I, this is another one I really wish I would have heard about because I would have really got into it. Take a listen. Oh, so this night I pray 
2009, we really get an update, y'all. Saw the release of the album Love, featuring even more great covers. Honestly, too many to name, but I will mention the track Misty Blue, which I first heard from the singer Monica's cover. There's also a cover of Cindy Lauper's Time After Time, and I have to mention the Goo Goo Dolls' Iris. Now that's a surprise. In 2011, Boyz II Men headlined a love cruise, which featured a cocktail party, a formal prom, photo sessions, a single mixer, and an opportunity for some lucky couples to renew their vows with Boyz II Men. Mm, jealous. The same year, they released an album called 20 with original songs, but also re-released their bigger hits. At the start of 2013, Boyz II Men announced on The View that they were touring with New Kids on the Block and 98 Degrees. Shortly after that, they toured at the Mirage Hotel in Vegas. In 2016, the singers appeared on the TV show Grease Live as the Teen Angels singing 
beauty school dropout. Yes, honey, this was for me. The first time seeing them in a long while and I was so thrilled. The entire show was so amazing and personally it was so good to see them again. Boys to Men have not stopped recording and performing. For me, personally, they will always be known as, if not, the best R&B male group to come out of the 90s, and I honestly hope there is more in store for them in the future. They had the distinction of mixing old school harmony over hip hop beats, but also showed range and versatility with big ballad love songs. In 2012, they were awarded a walk on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The honor is well deserved. Well, that does it for me. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to Word to the Mother. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter. Until the next episode, we out.